Welcome to Time Play 3HR, a podcast about playing video games for three hours at a time. My name is Louis. My name is Lucky, and this Jesus, I played playing. You asleep, bud? No, I just forgot the name of the game, uh, so I tapped out <laughs> to look at it. Uh, and this week, I played three hours of Planescape Torment. Yo, what you got there? What you got there? I'm just fiddling. What I'll is that? Down. It's a packet of crisps. You were about to eat some crisps. Oh, it's empty. Empty packet. Yeah, that's what they all say. Get out of here. I need you breathing down my neck, Brooks. You're about to eat a packet of crisps on our podcast. Uh, what? <laughs> Why the, do you think the, I'd eat? Why would the I? The noisiest type of food. Why would I begin the podcast with eating a packet of crisps? You've begin you've begun the podcast by munching on all kinds. <laughs> but crisps is like ne- if I ever eat, it's silently. Or things no, that not. I I believe to be silent. I don't you believe think it's silently. Yeah, exactly. And I know eating crisps. Although I reckon I could do it. Next episode, I tell you what, I'm gonna eat one crisp. <laughs> I'm gonna eat it has one to be crisp in the packet. You have to eat a crisp from the packet. It can't I, yeah, be loose. Sure, sure. I can do that quietly. Has to be a small. It has to be a regular sized packet of crisps, not a big one as well. It has to be one where your whole hand fills it. What do you mean? Okay, okay, okay. I'll give you a challenge. Next week, you have to eat one crisp. No, one. Yes, one crisp. That's what I. That's what we were just yeah, talking I'm about. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the right crisp. And you have okay. to. It's got to be like a normal crisp. One hula hoop. I was thinking more like Walkers, like normal crisp. Okay, okay. You know, I, I I can do whatever though. Give me any crisp. Give me like the popping candy. I can do any of them. And I bet popping you candy. Yeah, just a bit of a swerve ball. But uh, any crisp. For example, I was just trying to think of noisy foods. Um, any crisp I will eat, and you won't know when I eat it, I guarantee you. Any crisp? Yeah. Guaranteed. Well, let me have a little think, and I'll recommend a crisp for you. And I'll let you know. Okay. Okay. All good. All good. So, um... How's it going, buddy? You ready for this week's Time Played 3HR? I'm knackered. How are you? I'm tired too, actually. Yeah. Oh, that's a problem. If we're both tired, that's a problem. Oh, it's fine. We can. One of us has got to bring the energy. That's me. I'm, I'm hitting hard. You're always bringing I'm the energy. Hard, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You play. You. How many hours of uh, the. Was that a. Uh, what, what, was that a phone, Louis? Is that a. No. No, what? no. What? No, I'm putting that away. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't decide when I get texts. <laughs> Unlike you, you decide when you munch. <laughs> That's crisp. rubbish. You can turn it on silent. I just. Don't. I mean, I I don't care about the noise of. Um, I think phone, the sound of a text is a lot better than the sound of your lips smacking. Yeah, I would, I, I would fully agree <laughs> with you on that one. To be fair. <sighs> um. Anyway, this week. Yeah. You made me play. Here we go. See if I can remember the name of this thing. It was called Planescape. 
Mm. Correct? Yes. Uh, that's, and that's then one bit of it. Subtitle, which was. Remind me. Torment. Planescape, just torment? Just torment. Planescape. Planescape, just torment. <laughs> <laughs> just torment. Um. <laughs> So why why did you make me play this game? You know, it's a good question. Um, it is. Do you want to tell the people what it is before you tell me why? Actually, just uh, okay. give some context. It's, it's a old school Western isometric RPG um, written by a fellow called Chris Avalon. Okay. Um, uh, developed by I can't remember the name, but it was. It's built off the engine that made Baldur's Gate, which is a game made by Bioware. I googled all this. I didn't know this off the top of my head. Which is kind of interesting, I guess. Um, And it's a sort of critically acclaimed cult classic that I don't think did very well at the time, but people have decided is one of the best RPGs of all time. Okay. Um, it's based in the Dungeons and Dragons world of Planescape, which oh. is quite an obs- which is quite an obscure part of D anD. d Okay, so uh, is that just like a made universe? Yeah, it's a universe. Okay, um, I guess I don't know lots about it, but it's quite an obscure, like strange part of D anD. d It's not like your typical orcs and elves and stuff. Sure. Yeah, it does. It does, however, use all the D and D sort of uh, rules and mm-hmm. that you'd expect. So you know, it's got all your your main uh, stat groups, like you got your constitution, your dexterity, your intelligence, your mm-hmm. charisma, that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I just um, I've wanted to play it for a while. It's not. It's not a game of year, but it's not a game that like people are always like, oh, you got to play a Planescape Torment. But then you'll see one or two people that are like, if you've never played a Planescape Torment. You should play a plain tennis tournament, and I'm like, well, okay, fair enough. So I did, um, and I haven't uh, played that much of it. I probably played like four or five hours of it. Okay, um, maybe a little less. Um, and I just figured it might be an interesting one to talk. I hedged my bets, and I thought maybe this might be interesting to talk about. Um, I like it, but I'm not actually sure if it is interesting to talk about. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, it's uh, it, it's an RPG. So, I mean, uh, mm-hmm. we haven't played too many RPGs on this podcast. We played Fallout 1. Fallout's the big one, isn't it? The other one Yeah, that's played. the big one, which is, I would say, very similar, very comparable. Yeah, I, sh- I should say it came out, uh, this came out in 99. I'm not sure when Fallout 1 came out. Uh, do you want me to find out? Yeah, why not? Have a little Google A. Uh, Fallout 1 came in 97. There you go. Okay, which makes sense. I mean, this we yeah. so this we played a enhanced version. Yeah, uh, a re remastering. Yeah, it's not like a big remaster. It just allows you to play in widescreen. Um, it outlines the characters so you can see them a bit better. And I think there's some other like it's like nice better to models. Yeah, I think yeah. The it's models not. It's not a huge made to look better. Yeah. But it's not a huge difference. Um, no, no. I think it's mainly quality of life. I think it also plays faster. Yeah, that was, I that was think plays faster. Probably actually quite a big has quite a big impact on your experience. Yeah, you can choose when you start the game if you want to play the classic version or the. And I, I say that actually, but I take it back because most of this game is just spent reading. Yeah, so it's, probably... it's really not a it's not a fast game. 
That's Regardless. the most amazing thing I found about this game is that um, it's really well written. Um, yeah, it is. And it's... It is it is more akin to like sitting down and reading a book than it is playing a game. Well, I mean, I mean in the way that like Call of Duty or yeah, but I mean I mean in the way that like I kind of like I was like sitting sitting with my laptop on my lap, you know, curled up on the sofa, thumbing through text, reading text, walking over to another guy, speaking to him, reading more text. Yeah, yeah. with the occasional bit of like combat which was less less interesting than the reading yeah i mean but there really wasn't much especially in the three hours that i played so you played three hours huh combat was quite limited yeah so, so that's uh, a that's a what is that that's a point to you or that's a point that's to no points that's no points so i'm pointless ha <laughs> most points most points loses oh okay yeah yeah, 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 that's yeah. Fair. It, it racks up okay um and so, I mean, the first thing I want to address is where have you got Western yeah. from? <laughs> why, why, why do you keep calling this? So you called this game a Western in your pre-description to me last week and then playing it. I, there's nothing really Western about it other than the color scheme. <laughs> is Western I mean, Western like a... as in it's developed in the West. <laughs> oh, See, it's not what, a JRPG. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So when you describe, uh, I always, I assumed you meant Western as in it was a Western themed game. So I, I went in, <laughs> you were saying it was like a, a Western, uh, that's funny. Fantasy RPG. Yeah. No, because, because I mean, I think because I was so aware that it obviously wasn't a JRPG. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because the color scheme is kind of Western. So I thought you meant Western. So I'm glad with, I'm yeah. glad for myself and maybe any dumb listeners who are listening, it's cleared it up for us. What is the correct term? Is it CRPG? I what does that know. mean? That just means computer RPG, doesn't it? Uh, it is that just mean I would, computer RPG? I would guess. I don't know. CRPG. Yeah, it does. You're right. It's just an RPG. So, I don't think it. I, yeah. I just thought there was a specific name because you got J. I don't know. I think it's what kind of just like, yeah. Yeah, it just means um, computer role playing game. Anyway, I, it is, it's a pretty decent game. I had an okay time. You had an okay time? Yeah, I had an okay time. So this game, basically, uh, it gives you a sort of cryptic cutscene at the start. Mm-hmm. In a sort of uh, lots of skulls, so, some, some sort of zombie-ish, but not like spooky zombies and skulls, kind of like weird zombies and skulls. And, and there's a weird lady that looks yeah. very weird. Uh, and basically, <laughs> <laughs> you've got to you find like, you, another you like these descriptive <laughs> words. <laughs> very descriptive, very good. Um, anyway, no, this game, very weird. <laughs> it, it boots up. It's kind of. Like Fallout One, imagine how but Fallout weirder, One is, isn't it? But it's weird. like Fallout One, but weird. It's got that sort of Western color scheme. Yeah, There's a yeah. lot of uh, beiges and browns and sort of dark greens, kind of gross. And anyway, you've woken up, you feel like death. A skull turns up, starts talking to you. Floating skull, floating skull, floating yeah. skull. And uh, the vibe I can only describe as kind of dystopian 
sci-fi fallout with not a whole heap of technology. Kind of space punky. Uh, sorry, wait, what's it called? Steampunky, sci-fi. I think. I mean, I think to me, like, if you want to reference it, something, it's kind of like Tatooine. What? From like it's in Star Wars. Star like Wars? it's 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 yeah, not like but, Tatooine, but with slightly less all. tech. Yeah, it's like a deserty kind of dry. Yes, yeah, so people in like rags. I mean, I and... think the, I think the best comparison is Fallout One. How and Fallout three, One's... even three. No. Yeah, I that's think it... like no. So uh, they're like obviously... destroyed old places. Yeah, but in terms Whereas of this sort is of like landscapes, a place that is just ugly. if you were to take all the story and context and characters out of each game, mm. it'd be kind of similar, but a bit more uh, steampunkiness. And you've got Planescape Torment. Um, Maybe. And anyway, you're not sure what's going on. You've woken up. You've got all these scars on your back that give you instructions. So the uh, skull friend who turns up, his name is Mort. Uh, He's great. He has some great, great great lines. Yeah. Um, And he basically just reads your back to you. And that's basically your first quest. And then you sort of wake up and you're just sort of set free in this big... uh, place where dead people are processed and yeah yeah you're you're an amnesiac and you don't remember how you got there and yeah did you say you have here you have a tattoo on your back i think it's scars yeah or scars or something but you have something that's written on your back that says kind of what you need to do your first find your journal and find the person called farad 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 yeah um and then the game is mostly spent walking up to random NPCs and having weird, enlightening, strange, very weird um, conversations with yeah. them. Um, and they're all very, very well written. Yeah, so Morty or Mort, who's the floating skull, was the best, and his approach to women in this game was amazing. <laughs> um, He's a but, horny skull. <laughs> I mean, it's very well, uh, very well put when... Basically, you have to go around and you're killing some of these zombie workers, which are pretty much just raised corpses that have no sort of brain and are just sort of zombie slaves. Uh, yeah. And there are some lady ones. And he's like, leave leave the lady ones. And if you ask him why, he's like, well, <laughs> you never know, right? <laughs> he's like, they're dead. We're dead. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he was he was pretty funny. I liked him. Yeah, he's a he's a. He's a pretty good companion. Yeah. Uh, I really like how I'm... I'm sure this is like a very normal thing in these types of games. Um, But whenever you first... When you first meet Mort Mort or Morty, I don't know. um, He says one line of dialogue. Like, there's a voice actor and the voice actor says the first line. And the rest of it is just reading. Yeah. And I really like how it's like, okay, great. I know how he sounds. And from there on you know, even though he only ever says the occasional thing from that point, you know exactly how he sounds. Yeah. And that's quite a nice way of doing that. Yeah, I agree. Um, I didn't really ever think of it like that. I think I always just hear it, Mm. uh, keep the dialogue going on, and I'm like, why have you stopped? (laughs) Surely surely (laughs) it wouldn't have caught... You've got him in the studio. Yeah. Surely it wouldn't cost much more to read like an extra two pages of dialogue. I but guess then, it, I guess it would when it's per conversation, but also like the the shorter you, the shorter you do it, 
like if you do a page of dialogue, then you're going to be really confused when he stops. Whereas if you just do a sentence, yeah, I mean never stop. It. I mean never stop. Never stop. Okay, never stop. That's going to be a lot of dialogue. Yeah, stupid, stupid question. Yeah, but um, no, I. Uh, it's a good game. The game starts off. You kill one of these zombie things. You get a key. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you break out, and then you do the classic thing of killing someone and putting on their clothes, <laughs> and then and then you can walk around as you wish, which I think is and always will be one of the funnest things to do in any video game, regardless, regardless of the game, regardless of the situation. There is nothing funner than killing someone, taking their clothes. And then just being allowed to walk around. You should play Hitman. Yeah, I was not thinking that about all... playing it, but I was thinking that maybe you'd follow that up with Hitman. <laughs> that is like that game. Yeah. And I say that, but it's also not true because I've been playing WoW, and you do it quite a lot in WoW, but it's very mm. unsatisfying in WoW. Really but that's why. because they don't handle it well. It's because you're. it would be fun if you had to equip their clothing but it's always just uh, a cosmetic sort of, you know, spell or something that will often break right. or just makes things kind of awkward because mm. things aren't modeled correctly when you mount up, for example, or mm. that sort of thing. And there are millions of them in WoW and it never plays very well. But mm. normally it does play well. And especially in something like this, when you actually get to equip the clothes, that's very satisfying. Yeah. And you look different. And you look different. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You, you need it to be modelled. Yeah. Otherwise, how would you know? Exactly. How would you know? Uh, I did have one annoying moment in this game where I equipped mm. an axe. And when I did so, it thought that was an appropriate time to unequip my robes. I don't know if you weren't allowed <laughs> to... I think, I, I, think it, I think it's because you can't have robes and a large weapon for whatever reason. Uh, but of yeah. course, that made me refer to a Got you in previous trouble. save, which is fine. Um, but no, very, very good game. Very good game. I don't I feel like I could understand say a bit about the combat. It. I don't understand. Uh, how 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 does one get good at combat like that? I know, I think we've talked about this before, but I just don't know. How do you just you just take hits? And you just die. Uh, well, I mean, you're meant to not take the fight if you can't win the fight. What? Don't take the fight if you can't win the fight. And that's what these games and what this game I actually thought did pretty well um, do. Where they present you with the situation, mm. they let you try and approach it in the way that you want. I have no idea how many ways there are to, uh, you know, around the problems that this game presents you with. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you fight, you use your resources, you use your bandages, you just wait around to pass time to heal. Yeah. So I didn't, didn't have much problem with combat in this game at all. But I just, I just find that, like, there's, there was one or two occasions where there was one guy, so I thought, all right, I'll fight this one guy. And then me and him just stood there for like a good 30 seconds missing and then missing each other. And then he hits me three times and I die. 
Okay. Well, I mean, that's a lot about what these, like, stat-based games are about. Is you it? Know, I is mean, it... how did you, how did you, that would have been largely based off how you maybe placed your stats or just pure bad RNG? I think it was bad RNG. But I guess, I guess, I guess what you're but saying is that. that I, I need to accept that I'm basically rolling dice all the time. Yeah. I, th- I mean, ev- every time in, it'll be based off your stats, and higher stats mean that, percentagely, you know, you should be, on average, be doing this, but there'll be times when you just dick, and times when you just get dicked. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can accept that. And, you know, these things change when you get different weapons. I mean, I assume you, like, found different weapons, and mm-hmm. you've been playing for longer than me. Well, how far did you get? Uh, so I was... Walking around the outside world looking for Farod. Okay, you didn't find him. No, I didn't find him. Yeah. I just sort of got distracted talking to different randos. There are so many randos to talk exactly. to. Exactly. It's it's and a lot of them have a fair amount of conversation. And yeah, also it's, what it's I like a little overwhelming. Yeah, a lot of them will lead you to your objectives via different ways. So mm. I mean there was like one guy who uh just a randomer on the street, I asked him hey, uh, where am I? Like, what's going on? He gave me some stuff, and then he was like, hey, I'm pretty poor. You want to give me a bit of coin? Um, And I was like, okay, sure. Here's here's one copper, you know. Mm -hmm. And he's Mm -hmm. like, thank you. Uh, And then, you know, he sort of opens up a little bit, and you can get a little bit more info out of him. Mm. Uh, And then there was another person later on who uh, it was a whore on the road. and Excuse me. She sells her body for money. A yeah, prostitute. Yeah. What do, um, I don't know what the game calls them. Harlots. Yeah, harlots, garlots. That's I'm what the sure. game calls them. Harlot. Um, yeah, carry on. And she wanted money for info. And then I gave her money. And then she just had nothing. Which is really good. I like how this, uh, you know, it's just, there's no, like, guarantees in games like yeah, this. Yeah, sure. You, uh, you never know sort of what you're buying into. What's going on? You know, there was a woman who came up to me with some sort of issue saying, like, her sister's being killed. Uh, and I was just like, no way. <laughs> I was like, this is, <laughs> I've seen this a hundred times before. Um, yeah. Acted, you know, there was some suspicious dialogue text which you could follow. Um, seems suspicious. And then it's like, I'm walking away. And that's great. And games that are this big and have so much like dialogue and stuff where you feel like mm. you can walk away without missing mm. good content. That's um, a really good feeling. Yeah. It's a very good feeling, yeah. I, I love some of the the ways they do like choices and dialogue options are really interesting because they're like they're a lot more complex than I was expecting. I can't think of a good example, but I can kind of make one up. So like let's say you're having a talk with someone and they're threatening you. Um, one option might be, it might say truth. Um, and then the line might be, um, I'm going to kill you. And then the, the second option might be bluff and it will be exactly the same. It will be, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. And that, that, that level of like complexity is not something you see much at all in games anymore. I don't think not like that anyway, where it like, it lays it out in a very detailed way, but it also conversationally wise is like a, it's got like that meta layer and it's quite interesting. Yeah. Quite I, cool. I, th- I thought they did it quite well. Um, yeah. A lot of dialogue options and I think they can lead to a lot of stuff. So there's a moment um, 
in the mortuary, which is the dead people processing plant where you wake up, Mm -hmm. um, where you find out that your former lover is there with you. um, Mm. And you find, you can find, I think it might be missable, uh, but you find where she is, you can talk to her ghost. And through Mm. that dialogue options, I got loads of stuff. Mm. And that stuff is just missable. So I was talking to her, I probably got, I think, 1500 experience, which obviously is not much use without knowing the context of how much that's worth. But I think it's a lot. Uh, And then also a spell to resurrect your allies. Mm, Just from some random dialogue conversations, which is definitely definitely missable slash skippable if you're not bothered to explore it. Uh, Which I think when you can accept that that's the case is really good. Yeah. It's it's cool how it gives you like a lot of experience for like conversational stuff mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of mystery in games like this. Uh, yeah. Where really you don't know what's going on. You don't feel like it's going to tell you what's going on. You just kind of have to figure it out mm-hmm. and uh, discover everything for yourself. It's the sort of thing where, you know, you might kill a random person who has no sort of significance, but then they drop a key. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, now I have this key. I have no idea what it's for. Yeah. And I'm sure there's some other place in the story in the game that tells you that, oh, this guy has a key for here, but maybe you haven't talked to that person or maybe you haven't gotten that piece of writing that leads you towards that person. Uh, but still, if you kill them, you get the key, then you just have a key and you don't know what it's for, which yeah. I think is pretty fun too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Very, very, very mysterious. Very mysterious. Uh, I guess that's kind of a lot of the D and D aspect. I mean, it's just an RPG. Yeah. The, uh, they had tieflings though, which I know is a D and D race. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had uh, the people with tails. Oh yeah, that's that's one the one that I did. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you played a tiefling. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think that was the only other real link to D and D. I don't know how many D and D games there are or what they're like. Yeah, no, I have no idea no about idea. that. Stuff. I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, they, yeah, they branded, must license that out, out that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's all I got to say about that game. Yeah, I think it is for me as well. I think it good. is for me too. Uh, good pick, though. Oh no, I've got one more thing to say. Oh, Did we we have to play. Um, what do we have to play? Uh, Divinity Original Sin Two. Yeah, this is it's what th- this is what it is. It's exactly yeah, like know. this. Yeah, but the new version that everyone just said was absolutely incredible. Yeah, I don't know if the Steam is the Steam Summer Sale still on. Don't know. I don't I think don't so know either. I don't know. Um, but I really do think we should play it because I think we probably could have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. Um, that uh, sounds like a good two-player two version of this. Good, yeah, that does sound really interesting. I'm really curious how the story stuff works with two players. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Um, and then there's the moment when I decide a game for you. Yes, that comes at the end of the show. Hmm. <laughs> ah. Hmm. One second. <laughs> <laughs> and cut here. Cut. 
out here because <laughs> I totally forgot, as I often do. Um, do you want to end this? And then, oh, well, you don't need to, but I don't know what I'm going to pick. Do you want to just? I mean, can you figure it out in the next two minutes? Probably. That's right. I can cut this out if you just okay, okay, figure it out. As long as I remember. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you will. You never know. Mini ninjas, we done that. We have done that. <laughs> <laughs> Should we do it again? <laughs> we could do it again, you know. <laughs> Uh, okay. That sounds like a bad okay. I don't know if it is a bad okay. Do you want me to say and talk? Do you want to hear it first? No. I think I probably should before we just run it because... Ruins the surprise. It does, but... It won't be very surprising. Is it Mario Maker? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? That's why I wanted to pose it to you first. Uh, um, I mean, yeah, man, it's your pick. If if you if you want to talk about Mario Maker too, we can. Could do. Could mm-hmm. do. I'm just trying to think if there's any like stipulations I want to put in there. Like, do you maybe want to make a mega level? Make a three hour long level? Yeah, that's kind of what I feel like. Um, and then maybe we could just talk about each other's level in some more detail. But then also address the whole game. So the thing is, if I did Mario Maker, I'd almost kind of want to do like a special where it's just a small part of Mario Maker without really touching the story. But maybe we don't even have to. Maybe we could just do it and just talk about what we want to anyway. Mm-hmm. That'll be pretty Super easy. Super anyway. Mario Maker 2. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to do that. Yeah? Let's just do that, yeah. Trying to think of any other ones. Yes. Hello. Hi. After a short pause where I figure out what game uh, I was going to play. Yeah, you told me what it is already. I've, I've told you what it is because I yeah. wasn't sure if I wanted to do it and I wanted to run it by you before doing the whole questions thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but for people at home, I'll give them some questions. Mm, nice. I like it. It's a uh, part of the show. They wouldn't want to miss out on that. I, I think it's a pretty good part of the show. <laughs> It's uh, a new game in a franchise of a million games. That is that's, a terrible clue. That's my first clue. My second clue is... Doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't, but... You know, <laughs> don't want to make it too easy. It's an easy uh, game to get. Uh-huh. The second clue... Yep. Is that... Um, it 
has two words in it. Oh I God. think, and both begin with the same letter. That's three words in it. Okay, so words two and three begin with the same letter. Uh-huh. And then there's a number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You done? I'm done. What is it? Uh, it's um, Super Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Nice. On the Nintendo Switch system. Yes. Uh, you're going to buy a Switch Lite, Louis? I'm not. Okay. I'm not. Just have you? to check. I uh, I am not, no. No? No. Not this time. I probably, if they made like a an XL, I probably would. But I yeah, wouldn't this, buy a Lite. The size is constricting. Also, I actually would hate not being able to take the Joy-Cons off. Although, I yeah. would like a D-pad. I'd like a real D-pad. Because I don't like the D-pad on the Switch. I was thinking about this, and it people always complain about that stuff, and that stuff just never really bothers me that much. I just... also because, Mainly because one of my buttons in particular is kind of sticky. Ooh. Which drives me nuts. I don't even know how that could happen or when that happened. I had um, to um, replace... You have to buy new ones. Uh, well, yeah, but then it happened again with the new ones. You're kidding me. So I what, what I, happened? The so it's a thing that happens to a lot of Nintendo Switch Joy Cons is the analog stick gets a bit floaty, a bit drifty. Ugh. So it just does up sometimes when you're not wanting it to. Um, and instead of buying brand new ones again, I bought a replacement analog stick, and I okay, changed clever. the inside, and that and it was worked? fun and painful. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Uh, cool. Um, thank you for listening, everyone. Yep. Uh huh. You got anything else to add? Um, uh, just this podcast comes out every Monday on iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Podcasts or whatever it's called. Um, Ooh. and we have an email at timeplay3hr at gmail.com and an, an Instagram at timeplay3hr. If you want to get in touch and talk to us about Mario Maker, you probably should. Yes. Uh, we also got a review recently. Did we? A nice review, yes, from Pigzilla. Is this keeping this for me? I only I found out, you. like, the other day. Let me figure this out. Uh, yeah, new. At the start no. of this month, Pigzilla said, Great, enjoyable video game podcast. Uh, we're the hosts, Louie and Lockie, both spelled correctly. Thank you. That's us. Uh, play a game for three hours. This podcast is always well made and play some good games and give some great reviews. This is an enjoyable podcast. Keep up the good works, guys. 10 out of 10 claps. Oh, oh, thanks, bud. So That's nice. Appreciated. Yeah, love it. Uh, so big thanks to Pigzilla. Pigzilla, God bless Pigzilla. you. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Did we cover Marfan 6? Cool new question. podcast. I highly recommend this. Uh, no, I don't then, think like, we've read that one. 10 games things hmm? uh, 10 like game controllers and 10 starry eyed emojis so, maybe I remember that one Mars fan and Pigzilla thank you both Much yes well fun. done uh, dope alright cool peace bye see you next week <laughs>